COVID, the search for a killer, and violence in the United States. This is shooting the shit. The truth is found to be. episode of shooting the shit i almost said unreal reality welcome to shooting the shit formerly unreal reality i've been so used to saying unreal reality for so long look at me and now i'm calling it unreal reality it's shooting the shit it is shooting the shit welcome to the podcast for september 28th uh 2021 it is a tuesday uh Taco Tuesday, even though I didn't eat tacos, I had chicken. Uh, anyway, enough about me. How have you been doing? How's your week going? Yeah, I know. We changed the name to Shooting a Shit because, yeah, um, too many people had Unreal Reality. I really didn't want to talk about some chick's vagina. And I just figured we'll change it to a different name. And Shooting a Shit sounded pretty good because that's what we're doing. We're shooting a proverbial shit. Anyway, what's going on? How you doing? Um, COVID. COVID is spiking, people. Yeah, people are getting sick. I think I honestly went through it a little bit recently. I didn't think anything of it. Sounds This will sound disgusting to some people, but I don't give a fuck. It's my podcast, and I'll say what I want to. Anyway, I, uh, I haven't been able to hold in anything. I, I would say hold down, but I'm not throwing up, if you know what I mean. I am crapping out my brains. Every time I eat something, I got to go crap it right out. And yes, it comes out in a liquid form. And then, and you hear me sniffling, that has nothing to do with it, but that's just the change in the weather here uh, where I'm at. Um, anyway, I can't keep anything in. I keep crapping everything up, and I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't think that that could be the only thing from uh, the COVID experience, but somebody said to me, oh, yeah, I know somebody who had COVID, and all they had was diarrhea, and you have it, and blah, 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 blah. I don't know if I have it, but who knows? Could have been. Whatever. I don't care. But COVID is going around. We need to gain herd immunity, people. The more we lock down, the more masks we wear, the more we... Do this and do that and try to stop it. We are not going to find herd immunity. Um, and each different variant, this vaccine isn't going to work. We know that. But yet they'll still force the vaccine on everybody. And what's really sad about them, about them forcing the vaccine on people, is that it doesn't fucking 100% work. It doesn't. It, there's no real sense in forcing on people, but yet they still are forcing on people, and we are short-staffed everywhere. And we talked about this last time. Today, as of today, medical workers, there were 8,000 unvaccinated medical workers. It, it, it dropped to about 5,000 now, and they say, claim almost half. This is according to the CBS Evening News. Yeah, you know, and, and I look at this, and, and, you know, New York now has a Friday deadline for all school workers to be vaccinated. So the final days are coming down with that. A lot of people are standing outside there with the signs up, my body, my choice, whatever happened to that? You know what I mean? It was all about that before. My body, my choice, my body, my choice. All of a sudden, you need the vaccine to save me. 
No, I don't. You need the vaccine to save yourself. That's what you want. If that's how you feel about it, then that's fine. I have no problem with it. Go ahead and get 100 shots. Make it feel better for yourself. Go for it. You get the vaccine to save you. I don't get the vaccine to save you. I get the vaccine to save myself. That's what it's all about. But yet, here we are, and the media still pushes celebrities to push the vaccine. LeBron James, I got my first shot. Who gives a fuck what you got? You aren't the goat either, dude. You're not the greatest of all time. Jordan is. Jordan's better than you. But I don't give a fuck that you got it or fucking Hanks or anybody else who's a celebrity. I don't give a shit. It's not about celebrities. I don't give a fuck. The biggest celebrity of them all right now, Dr. Fauci, who loves the TV and he loves the spotlight. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about at this point. He's so all over the place, you can't get a real answer out of the fucking dude. So anyway, you got COVID and it's spiking and who gives a fuck about it? But, you know, the death rate, it's not like super shooting up and not all these people are fucking dying from it. So don't get crazy. People are getting it. People are getting better. People are moving on with their fucking lives. But yeah, we're going to be forced into getting it and just be prepared. If they can't force you in one way, they're going to force you in another. And if they can't force you in that way, they're going to try another way. And it's just going to continue down the fucking road of forcing and then they'll figure it out. One day they're going to fucking turn around and they're going to just, uh, you know, tell you, like, your premiums and your insurance are going to be skyrocket unless you get the fucking vaccine. And you're going to really have no choice or else you're going to be poor without without insurance. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway, let's move on to something else. Gabby Petito and her murder case. Uh, you know, the FBI has been searching for Gabby Petito. That is a fact, people. Yes, they've been looking for her. And, uh... It's funny. It's a federal investigation. It's federal. And the sad fucking thing about it is you have the FBI searching for this dude. You know, it's a nationwide fucking thing. The guys, probably, you know, they thought he was in the Everglades and so on and so forth and probably got eaten by a fucking alligator or whatever or whatever's in there, crocodiles, whatever. Alligators, I think, are Florida. Anyway, all of a sudden... You know, you have Dog the Bounty Hunter searching for this fucking guy. We have become a fucking circus show in this fucking country. Even tragedies, a murder case, has become a circus show of celebrities. Dog the Bounty Hunter is a celebrity. He's a, okay, so he's a real bounty hunter, but he's a celebrity bounty hunter. And now, the you know, he comes into it. Federal investigation. The FBI is the one investigating this because that's what it's become. It's a big deal. And Dog is in there getting his sticky fingers in there with his fucking, you know, scruffy looking like I just fell out of a trailer park fucking look to him. And anyway, so the search for Brian Laundrie continues. And Dog says that he has figured that he hid out at a campground about 17 miles away from his parents' home. Dude. Dog. <laughs> Yo, Dog. I think the FBI probably already knew that, <laughs> but let's, you know, let's, again, here we are, let's trust fucking, you know, a celebrity to give us the answers. The celebrities now are, are the, 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 the new Jacobin. They're going to lead us to salvation and peace and harmony in the world. Joe Biden's too old, he's too decrepit, he's fucking Mr. McGill, the biggest celebrity. And he's just, he's too much for it. So, you know, he's no longer leading us to salvation and peace and harmony. Now we have another, we have Dog the Bounty Hunter and we have LeBron James. 
telling you to get vaccinated. Dog's telling you he's going to find this fucking dude. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's getting to be a joke. <laughs> so, so anyway, you know, look, like I said, I don't condone any kind of fucking murder. I mean, murder is just another fucking way of violence in this country. And let's, let's face the facts. Violence is bad in this country. It is. It is. And we have something crazy that could come about from this. That is obviously our this government that's as corrupt as they are. They're already spitting on the Constitution of the United States and they're looking for every single little loophole and way that they can take away your rights slowly but surely. And gun rights, the Second Amendment, is one of the biggest ones that they want to get rid of. I mean... They have to in order for them to, to gain con- complete and total control. So looking at it with the gun violence, I, I've come to a conclusion. And I don't want to go back, but we just passed the 20th anniversary of 9-11. A time that brought America together. Um, we always have been separated, whether it was via political ideology, uh, our religion, the color of our skin whatever our backgrounds we've always been separated and we've always been fighting with each other here and there but we were always still one thing a patriot a real americans 9-11 happened and we found it it we found inside like our hearts we found them inside of our bodies and we all knew we bled red and we all knew we were fucking dog-faced patriots and we all went out, we helped each other, we, your neighbor was there for you, everybody was sad about what happened, everybody was outraged, enraged, and hated who did this. It seems like 20 years we have forgotten a lot of this. And the United States has become violent and very separate again, once again. By the color of our skin, our ideologies, whether it's religion, whatever. We've become separated again. And I'm starting to believe our government, and I've talked about this before on podcast, our government and the media are the biggest two blames here. Well, our government, for one, is corrupt. They want us separated. They're trying their best to keep us hating each other because they know, just like our enemies know, uh, a divided America isn't a weaker America. It's plain and simple. That's it, it's what it actually comes down to. A divided America is weaker. <sighs> so you know, I, I've noticed with the violence in the way it is, and I don't want to sound racist in any way, shape, or form, but our media is really where the blame is to point this finger at. Violence is all around. Doesn't really matter the color of your skin. It could be white, brown. I mean, look at it with this Gabby Petito <clears throat> and Brian. Excuse me, <laughs> just date. I don't give a fuck. This Brian Laundry case. I mean, a white couple. He killed her, and now he's on the run. There's violence everywhere. Columbine, white kids, so on and so forth. But you put on the news every night, and this is where I blame the media. The media shows you gun violence. Every time you turn it on, there's there's stories of gun violence. And 95% of the time, and that's a lot, I might be even lowballing here, 95% of the time, it's black on black crime. Now, I'm not stereotyping. I'm not stereotyping, and I'm not the one turning around and saying this. But look at the way 
the media puts it out for us to see. They show black crime. So when you have people trying to say that we need to have peace, love, and happiness, everybody needs to love each other, the media is there dividing us by showing us the violence, and they're only showing the one side of the violence. They're showing it on the black side. They're not showing it on the white side, unless it's a school shooting of Columbine or something of that nature. But they're not going to show that white kid who decided to shoot up, you know, friends and shit. Unless it's like a big deal in a rural fucking part of the country. The crime rate is actually not going up, people. It's really not. People seem to think like, you know, the news puts it out there that crime and guns and the violence is in a surge. So here's a story from CNN. All right. U.S. crime. Is America seeing a surge in violence? Uh, New York has become the first state in the U.S. to declare an emergency to tackle increasing levels of gun violence, directing extra funds for programs aimed at preventing shootings. Okay, now there's the keyword shootings because you can when it comes to shootings, you're shooting a gun. So there's a reason for them to try to shoot after the Second Amendment and take that away from you. More people are now dying from gun violence and crime than from COVID. In the state of New York, says Andrew Cuomo. So this was a little older, but whatever. This is from uh, July, June 21. Okay, update it, July, whatever. Andrew Cuomo, said Andrew Cuomo. President Joe Biden has also promised renewed efforts to tackle crime in the U.S. as a series of major cities experience spikes in violent offenses. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, will do their best to try to take away the Second Amendment from you. We've taken a look at the violent crime trends across the United States. Is violent crime going up? Police departments across the U.S. define violent crime in, in slightly different ways, but the data usually includes murder, robbery, assault, and rape. Overall violent crime was up about 3% in 2020 over the previous year, okay, over 20 or 2019. So, so between 2019 and 2020, it went up 3%. But this should be seen in the context of the longer-term downward trend from a peak in the early 90s. If you go back violent crime offenses in the United States per 100,000 people between the years of 1986 and 2020, crime rate has been dropping. Violent crimes have been dropping. And it seems like the most deadly area of it, okay, in this the 100,000 people, 800,000 people, it actually spiked up to almost 800,000 people, right around the year of 92, 1992, okay, but it looks like it started on a trend of going up around 1988, it got as high as, like I said, almost 800,000 people around the year of 1992, then started its downward drop, at around 1994 and continued to drop and drop and drop and drop and drop all the way down to around 400,000 in the year 2014, which is where it shows around the time when it was at its lowest. Slightly decreasing 2018, 2019, 2020, but not a big decrease. It looks like it went up around 19 around or I'm sorry not 19 20 around 2016 it went up and at 
there, dropped back down in 2018, and then up a little in 2020. So it just moves around a little bit. Across the U.S., where there are 25% more murders recorded in the tw- recorded in 2020 than the previous year, this is a steep rise, but the murder rate is still far lower than the early 1990s, when it was almost double the current figures. So actually, violence is not as bad in today's world as it was back in the early 1990s. And you know what? I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to say this for myself. Because I think this will stand for anybody around my age. 1988 through 1994, 95, 96. Think about this, people. What was huge then? People my age. Just think. Give you the theme to Jeopardy if you want. You know, do, 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 do. The big thing around that time, if you think about it real deep and hard was gangster rap. Gangster rap helped to see a surge in gun violence, especially in areas like East L.A., Compton, New York, Atlanta, Miami, places where rap music was huge, even here in Philadelphia. You know, which cities are seeing a spike in murders? Uh, major U.S. cities have tended to follow the, natu- na- the national trend in becoming safer since the 1990s, but some have also seen a sharp rise in murders recently. These spikes in some of the biggest U.S. cities have been <coughs> scary, considerable concern to President Biden's administration. Of course, a way that they can push the fucking thing to get rid of the Second Amendment. The New York Times looked at 37 cities across the U.S. with data... For the first three months of the year, and overall, there has been an 18% increase in murders compared with the same time period in 2020. Alright, well, Chicago has one of the worst records for murders with a big increase in 2020 and a continuing upwards trend so far in the year 2021. Chicago. People, look up gun laws in Chicago. They got some of the stiffest gun laws in the country. Probably the stiffest gun laws in the country. Yet, they are the deadliest city in the country. Now, I get people all the time that will fight me and they'll argue with me on this. And they'll be like, you know, look at Vermont and compare it to Chicago. Well, you can't compare Chicago to Vermont. You got to, first of all, you got to compare another city that has somewhat, some kind of little bit of gun you know, related like uh, laws, things of that nature to another city and with the same amount of people. You I mean, you take Vermont that has nobody to a city that has 25 fucking times the amount of people that the whole state of Vermont has. You can't compare it like that. So murders in Chicago, the data up to 20 June compared with the same in the previous years. In 2017, you had th- like 300,000. I guess this is by per per 100,000. Maybe it's 300. Yeah, I'm sorry, Chicago. Probably 300. 300 murders in 17. Down to around 250 in 18. Down to around 225 in 2019. Rose back up in 2020 to around 300 again. And spiked a little bit more in 2021. Probably a little over 300. Not even 325. So shooting incidents in Chicago are also up 15% on the same point last year. Um... And are more double, you know, more than double the level they were at two years ago. 
So a rise in the number of shootings have been seen in many other major U.S. cities as well, with President Biden attempting to strengthen firearm regulations to combat gun violence. Again, attempting to strengthen firearm regulations. He wants to take away certain things, which don't make fucking sense. We need to take away the AR-15 because it's a military-styled weapon and it's scary-looking. Like I said before, there was a fucking guy, some senator or something, that fired this AR-15 and he put it down and actually started to cry. I don't know if anybody on here, I'm sure a lot of my listeners fired an AR-15. You're fucking scared of that and fire a fucking three fifty seven Magnum handgun and tell me what seems more scary to fucking shoot. Like, you got to be kidding. I watched little kids, like like nine-year-old little girls, walking through these fucking training things and do, 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 with the fucking AR and taking out targets like it's nothing. You know, whipping through fucking magazines, in and out, and shooting. Eh, fuck it. These people are fucking out of their minds. New York has also seen a shooting, have seen shooting incidents and murders rise, continuing an upward trend which began in 2020. Though... To the middle of or through to the middle of June, there have been almost 200 murders in New York so far this year, more than a 13% increase on the same period two years ago. Now, here's the thing I want to put out there with this: the picture that they have here, an image, is a New York police officer. Okay. Now, if we think about it, in the last couple of years, okay, all the bullshit that happened with Black Lives Matter, you know. Even, you know, as far back as... It, it actually goes as far back as Rodney King, if you think about it. But you have incidents happen, like George Floyd. And it causes a, I would say, spike in the amount of officers, police officers or whoever, quitting their jobs because they don't want to be put in a situation of being under the fucking microscope all the time. By somebody with a fucking smartphone in their hand. God forbid if a cop does the wrong thing. He's spending his time in jail getting murder charges for taking out a thug. It doesn't fucking make sense. People sit there and say all the time. I hear, I see it on Facebook. I see it on Instagram. I see it on other social medias. That cops are a fucking problem. Cops are the problem. No. You, if you have kids, you're the fucking problem. If your kid's a little fucking asshole who grows up to be a fucking thug, you're the fucking problem. Become a fucking parent. Stop being a fucking friend. Stop sticking a crack needle in your fucking arm. Okay, stop. Stop going out to the bar. Stop getting drunk. Stop coming home fucking 3 o'clock in the morning leaving your kid at fucking home. Because your kid's going to turn out to be a little asshole later in fucking life. When they have to grow up on their own. You know what? I'm so tired of this shit. We need more fucking cops, and we need less fucking cell phones taking fucking video cops. We need to give cops the authority that they deserve and, and give it back to them. Listen, George Floyd, was a, it was a disaster. It should not ever happen, but we can't blame every fucking single cop on the actions of that fucking cop. We can't. And we can look at the fact that George Floyd was a fucking thug. He was a thug, but you're praising this fucking guy. America has become fucked up. We have become weak. I am right behind fucking England right now. I used to think to myself like, ah, man, I don't want to be called this, but I say it, man. Every fucking day I wake up, I'm like, we are fucking weak. We are a fucked up country. We fucking give in to the fucking criminals and we punish the cops. We punish authority, but we give in to the fucking criminal. 
committing crimes. It doesn't make fucking sense. It doesn't make... This country doesn't make sense. But you know what? The more I watch... I told you about this before on fucking... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Netflix. How to Become a Tyrant. The more I watch it, the more I fucking see this administration, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, these scary fucking people who want to be fucking the world power, the new world order. They want to be it. Excuse me. My, my fucking water here is an ice cube, but I'm trying to suck what I can out of it because I'm getting dry mouth. And if you don't know what the new world order is, man, look it up. Please look it up. There's also uh, other podcasts out there. There's one called... um. Uh, conspiracy theories, really good podcast, and there is an episode on the New World Order. Listen to it. If you don't know what the world, the new the world, the New World Order is, listen to that, and then just it's scary to think that we are going in that direction right now in this country. So, shooting incidents in New York were up by nearly thirty eight percent for the period from the beginning of January up to four. I guess up to the 4th of July, compared with the same period, because it only says 4th July, up to the 4th of July compared with the same period in 2020. Uh, however, June this year actually saw fewer shootings than June last year, going by police department data. It's worth pointing out that over the last 20 years, both New York and Chicago, along with, the, with most other U.S. cities, have seen overall violent crimes drop significantly. So, understand something. The fucking, over the years, the crime has dropped, yet you have an administration right now that is pushing so hard to take your guns away. And, and what they do is they feed the media the bullshit. The media puts out, like I said, and I'm not trying to be prejudiced in any way, shape, or form, but the media puts out stories after story after story of fucking violent gun crimes with black-on-black -black sh shooting each other. That's how it works. All right, so, but in the last 15 months, coronavirus restrictions have put un uh, uh, unprecedented social and economic pressures on people. All right, New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo has linked the upward trend in gun violence to the disruption to school and work life caused by the pandemic. So, here we are blaming the pandemic. I don't fucking, I don't care. Listen, I'm not blaming the pandemic for anything, but look at how it worked out for you last year. You got locked down in your fucking houses. You were told to stay home. You weren't allowed to go and work. They gave you 1500 bucks to stay home. Ooh, whoop do fucking do Paid you off. That's another part of becoming a tyrant. They pay you. Um, they gained your trust. They didn't allow you to go to church. They didn't allow you to go to do certain things. But they allowed protests for Black Lives Matter. Okay? They allowed all that kind of bullshit to happen throughout the streets. Hundreds of people. Sometimes even thousands of people storming the fucking streets, no mask on, throwing fucking Molotov cocktails in the buildings, destroying shit, violence, all that good ass shit. That was okay, but you weren't allowed to go to church. You what? You awake yet? Are any of you awake yet? Have anybody woken up and said, what the fuck? So, America's gun culture in charts, alright? So he said this had left at... All right, so hold on. Let me start this back again. Andrew Cuomo we're talking about. He said this had left at-risk youth without safe, productive places to go during the day. There was also an increase in gun sales during the pandemic, which may have contributed to rising gun violence. Really? No. You know what? I think the violence contributed to the fucking buying of guns. Are you all fucking blind, you fucking corrupt political fucking douchebags?
oh, you don't, it, 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 this is fucking mind-boggling to me. Andrew Cuomo is a fucking idiot. Thank God he's fucking out. Thank God you got caught fucking around, touching fucking women, you fucking sexist pig. Oh. So anyway, the violence in the United States, especially from guns, is not what they say it is. I'm so tired of being told lies, constant fucking lies, lie after lie after lie after lie. You know, is there gun violence? Sure, there's gun violence. There's gun violence everywhere. Well, not everywhere, but not where there's not guns, but... Uh, excuse me again. My God, my dinner's coming up, man. Oh. Tell me how you feel about that. Unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. Yes, I still have the same email address. Just change the name to shooting in the shit. So, anyway, Shooter uh, from five years ago. Was it five years ago? About five years ago. Uh, in Annapolis. Um, he went in and he shot up the, uh, uh, God, the Capitol building, whatever it was. Uh, he got five life terms, you know, five life terms with no parole. Um, he deserved everything he got. Uh, anybody who commits a crime like that goes in and shoots up. This Brian Laundry kid, he, he's, he, he, he needs to get the chair, plain and simple. Um, listen, I, I said it in the last podcast. It always takes two to tango. You can have a crazy ass bitch. Not that she deserved to die, but a bitch like that needs to get some fucking, get some help. Um, anyway, so with gun violence, I don't want to get too deep into the gun violence, but like I said, you look at 9-11 and what happened, and then you look at what our administration did 20 years later, finally pulled out of Afghanistan, and we left all the weaponry there for the Taliban instead of just destroying it, blowing it up, using the weapons to blow up the weapons. We could have done that, and at least even if we left them a little bit of weaponry, we didn't leave them the whole fucking arsenal. We we, we arsoned them. And I had somebody, a friend of me, uh, a friend of mine, Tell me it was all sold to them. Oh, you, you don't think we sold it to them? You know what? And when he said that, I was like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, yeah, no fucking way. And then I started to actually think about it. And I'm like, as corrupt as this fucking government is, they absolutely possibly could have sold it to them. Will we ever see it? No. Will it ever go into our fucking uh, uh, thing? No. It probably got split around the fucking corrupt politicians. You know? Come on. If you think for a minute these politicians aren't corrupt enough to do something of that nature, you're a fucking fool. Um, being left there, though, for the Taliban, I mean, think about this. It's the 20th year of fucking 9-11. What happened here? You just armed the fucking people who did that to us. They hate us. It doesn't make sense. It's going to happen again. It's going to happen on this soil again. <sighs> people, I'm going to say it here. I don't want to get too deep into this. Um... I'm going to have a guest on, and I'm going to push it for next week. And that's the reason I don't want to get totally into this subject, because next week's subject is going to be exactly on this. It's going to be on guns. You know, on gun safety, gun violence, gun control, gun everything, guns. And why we need to protect the Bill of Rights, and especially the Second Amendment and the First Amendment. We need to protect it. And if we can't use it, what power will we ever have? Uh, so next week, keep your eyes 
open on your your, your your cell phones. Again, you can reach me at right now still unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you can reach me. You can talk to me. Tell your friends about it. Um, my buddy who wants to get involved in this, he's a big time gun guy, loves guns, shoots guns. He used to hunt. He was, uh, I believe he was asked to be on Top Shot. And, uh, I think for reasons, I think family reasons, he couldn't do it. Something of that nature. But, um, you know, he's one who collects, he, he, he does all his good. I'll talk to you. We'll talk about it when he's on the show. He is a, a very knowledgeable guy when it comes to guns, and that's why I want him on here, because I think he has a lot to say about everything that's going on, along with this administration, along with the world, along with pandemic, everything, and it would be nice to talk to somebody else. But, you know, until then, you know, stay patriotic, stay healthy, you know, we don't want anybody dying from this COVID, but then again, I don't think if you're healthy and you're, you're taking your vitamins, you're doing your thing, I think you'll be fine, Um and I just want you to, to be patriotic and stay hard, man. Get out there and uh, fight for your rights. But also make sure you do it uh, legally. I don't want to see anybody get in trouble, get hurt. Um, love y'all. You know, we, we, we got to find that, 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 that heart again that we had right after 9-11 happened. We have to find that, that, that whatever it takes. I don't want it to take another tragedy for us to realize that we all bleed red. And that we're all fucking dog-faced patriots. All right, so until na- until then, until next week, uh, I'll talk to you in the next episode, man. Thanks for listening. See you.